Welcome to the Business with Beers podcast. This is the place where we help entrepreneurs expand their business, build their wealth, and generate passive income. I am your host, Brian Beers, an entrepreneur who's on a mission to inspire growth from everyone around me. Remember that you need to take the actions that others won't to live the life that others don't. This is a short solo episode in which I highlight some gold nuggets from a recent guest, talk about how I'm going to apply that advice in my own life and provide some updates on my personal business and investing journey. On a personal note, please be sure to check out my weekly newsletter that drops every Thursday. It includes one quote, one tweet, and one podcast recommendation, plus some business and investing insight from me. It's short and it's sweet. My goal is to provide you with just a couple gold nuggets to inspire your growth. You can go to brianbeers.com to subscribe. This past week, I had Eric Nelson on the show. Eric is the CEO of Wild Oak Capital, a company that specializes in multifamily investment properties. Eric had a few great stories that I wanted to talk about in more detail. The first was a sixplex that he bought in Colorado. The story goes, he was walking down the street with his son, and he noticed someone putting out a for rent sign in the grass. Eric assumed it was the owner and approached him. He struck up a conversation and inquired about buying the building from him. So the first lesson here is always to have your eyes open, looking for opportunities. People say how they can't find deals in this market. And it is true that supply is low and demand is high, but they are out there. And some of the best deals are the off-market ones. So whether you're looking to buy real estate or business, you need to take action to get the results. Like Eric did, you need to reach out to a landlord who's trying to rent and inquire about purchasing. You may catch a tired landlord on just the right day and make it happen. On the business side, it's worth walking into a business that you're interested in and striking up a conversation with the owner. Find out how long they've been doing it. What do they like? What do they don't like? What are their plans? And, and what are they going to do after they sell? Are they going to retire? Are they going to give it off to their son? And you know what are they going to do? But I have to warn you though, if you are afraid of rejection, this probably isn't the right strategy. You should just sit on your couch watching Netflix and wait for your realtor or business broker, whoever, to send you one deal in six months that no one else wants to buy. This is a perfect example of this phrase, you know, take the actions others won't to live the life that others don't. And how many other people took action like Eric and approached that landlord about selling his place? I would guess that Eric was the only one. And how many other times do you think Eric reached out to other sellers and was rejected time and a time again until he finally got a yes? I would guess it would be many. So the first takeaway here is you got to have your eyes open and take action and strike up conversation. What's the worst that could happen? They say no. What's the best that could happen? They say yes, and you acquire a great property or business that cash flows and helps build wealth. The next part of Eric's story gets even better. The seller wanted $1 million for the property. You know, Most people would look at that and think, oh, I need two hundred to $300,000 down for a traditional mortgage, and they don't have the capital or the ability to get the bank loan approved and do nothing with the opportunity. Eric got creative. He proposed that the seller of the property extend owner financing, in which the seller becomes the bank. And the best part of doing an owner finance deal is 100% of the terms are negotiable. You can literally do anything that you and the seller are both agree to. So instead of putting 20 to 30% down, Eric proposed an option that made sense to him, $35,000 down, 3.5% of the purchase price, and a 40-year, 4-0 amortization schedule. Like Spread out the payments over 40 years. 
I mean, I don't know how old this guy was, but he'd probably be dead in 40 years. And so, you know, most people, including myself, would have thought of, all right, a 20 to a 30 year term. So I love Eric's creativity to go longer, which reduces his monthly payment. And also for the seller, it extends out. It gives him this huge, you know, horizon of payments. So owner financing is one of the best ways to get deals done. It works for acquiring real estate. It works for acquiring businesses. You know, My brother and I have done over $5 million worth of owner finance transactions in both real estate and business. Once you learn the benefits, how to structure, how to convince and educate a seller on, on the benefits and what potholes to watch out for, you can use it to rapidly expand your real estate portfolio, your business, anything you want to do. I'm actually in a pre-launch stage of a coaching program to teach other business owners how to accelerate their expansion by acquiring businesses with little to no money down using owner financing. And if this is something you may be interested in joining, you can reach out to me via email, brian at beerspodcast.com. My email is also in the show notes. I've got a limited space for the first group of people because I really want to work hands-on with these entrepreneurs to help ensure success. The second part of this creative financing deal is when Eric went to sell the property to another investor. You know, by default, we assume that when we sell a property or a business, all the debt must be paid off. That's not necessarily true. A lender, in this case, the old owner, may be willing to transfer the debt from one borrower to the other. So Eric proposed the idea to the lender, the, the old owner, right, and the buyer to create another win-win-win scenario. Eric won by cashing out his equity in the property so he could use it to help fund some bigger syndication deals he was working on. The borrower won because he got to take over this great low-cost loan with this huge you know, 40-year amortization and did not have to go through all the hassle of refinancing with the bank. And the lender, you know, the owner, won because he liked the monthly cash flow and he didn't want to get paid off. He, he wanted the monthly payments. Successful people don't get lucky. Successful people make things happen. Eric's story should be inspiring that he turned a nice walk with his son into buying a million dollar property for 35 grand down, generated cash flow from day one, and sold it. And a few years later, making like 150 grand, which helped fund his first syndication deal. And that syndication deal led to more syndication deals as he continues to build wealth for himself and all the investors that work with him. And the other, the other topic I want to talk about is joint venture deals. A joint venture is simply two or more people partnering up to acquire a property or a business. In Eric's example, he found a small apartment building in Texas and was going to manage the day-to-day -day operations. He found a money partner who put up 100% of the down payment in exchange for 50% equity in the deal. So depending on your personal investment goals, your financial situation and time, you know, you could look to be on either side of a deal like that. If you're someone like Eric who can dedicate time to finding great deals, knows how to operate them, then you can partner up with some people like Eric's investor who probably don't have the time or experience, but still want to directly own real estate in a passive manner. So right now, I resonate with that investor in my life. The, the majority of my time is focused on growing our business. So I don't have the time to find deals, oversee renovations, operate them, but I still believe in real estate. I want cash flow, tax benefits, appreciation, all that. And if I found someone who I trusted, who brought a deal that financially made sense, you know, I'd be interested. And the moral of the story is that you can make any deal work. It's a matter of being creative and not being afraid to ask for what you want, create relationships, find good partners, and find the money. If you can put all that together, you can create situations where everyone's goals are achieved. 
That's all I got for this week with the Business with Beers podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is to rate the show, drop a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen, and make sure to link up with me on your preferred social media platforms, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. You can find all my links at brianbeers.com. And please just share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy. And until next time, remember to take the actions that others won't to live the life that others don't. 